of Dark Insight. I'm your host for the uh, afternoon, Brian Wade. Uh, this is episode 93 for the 5th of May, 2018. Uh, and I am joined uh, by our my erstwhile co-host, uh, Cassandra. How are you doing? Hi, I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm also joined by a very special guest, Kay. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Yeah, we haven't had you on this podcast in a real long time. and A uh, couple years. <laughs> like, 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 like the legendary Pokemon, I've been collecting the Salt Report members, so... I had to finish off the collection by by catching you. Has Jake been on here? Uh, yeah, we had Jake on like uh, about a month ago. It's been yeah, no, it's been a couple while, months but... at this point. Oh, I've been paying very close um, attention. <laughs> it was it was before you joined the cast. Yes, so. before the new it age. Is, his... Before the new age of dark insight was upon us. Hello, your your overlord has returned. <laughs> it's going to be cool as ever. <laughs> yeah, his his episode was before you. Uh, before your guest episode even so yeah it doesn't surprise me i would definitely have known otherwise yeah. yep so like i said got, got got my collection of rare pokemon um some someday y'all gonna t- turn it tune into uh, dark insight and it's just gonna be all the salt report members doing it and then <laughs> an ep- the next episode of the salt report is gonna be all the dark insight nice. people and it'll be we'll just we'll just you know like trading spaces on hgtv just do that yeah just just a cool switcheroo one day we'll start a patreon and it'll be like hey if you want to hear our cool switcheroo episode and also like all the pre-shows where cassandra smokes a cigarette you got you too could pay one (laughs) dollar for the privilege of those secret secret yeah it's very cool (laughs) anyway Kay, it's very nice to meet you i'm glad we could have you it's nice to meet you hey, too. You were... This is the first time we've spoken outside exactly of Twitter. Exactly correct. Uh, <laughs> you're a good follow, and I'm happy to have you on Twitter. It's a part of my burgeoning new. I used to just be alone on Twitter and talk to myself about weightlifting. It's true. So, same. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, but I do want to know if you, if you were in fact a legendary Pokemon, which one would you choose, please? Um, that is a tough question that I have not thought about. Yes, um, it's extremely on the spot, but. <laughs> I guess it would probably be a toss-up between either Zapdos or Articuno. Strong, strong. And let me tell you why. Uh, legendary birds are the only good birds. Everybody knows that. And also, it's none of that late-game bullshit with time and space. So that's strong. Zapdos <laughs> is my particular favorite. Not as pretty as Articuno. Uh, Zapdos is also cool. my favorite. It's what a little, good podcast. It's a, it's a toss-up because Zapdos is also my favorite. But um, also, I am a little bit prickly like Zapdos. But also, Articuno is like the one that I would cosplay if i decided to go crazy and do a pokemon gajinga so you know (laughs) let's be clear if articuno was real and in my heart they are um if articuno was real and then people took pictures of articunos like randomly and they would be like the version of like that cat like those cat pictures where it's like this cat looks better than me like articuno has an extremely pretty face and that's the only thing that sways my allegiance from zapdos because zapdos is very aggressive looking and articuno is a sweet sweet baby i uh i had a cool level 100 zapdos on my pokemon red back in the day 
If we keep talking um, about Pokemon, we're not. I fucking love Zapdos. <laughs> As it turns out, this is just a Pokemon fan cast. Excellent. Long time coming. <laughs> you guys actually. Uh, but we should, but uh... listen, wait, listen. For real, if you. If, listen, you guys like Pokemon. Everybody likes Pokemon. There's a Pokemon draft going on between SB Nation and Polygon. And as correct, the very first draft of the first round was Charizard. I mean, yeah. Why? Why did I think I fucked that up? It was Charizard, <laughs> as is correct. And I encourage you all to go follow that. I haven't checked up on it, but I will be doing so immediately after this episode. All right. Well, we should get the weather in because otherwise, uh, our good, our very good friend uh, Vader Van Oden uh, will fall into the ocean. His his entire <laughs> island of New Zealand will fall into the ocean. His personal island happening. of Old Zealand will capsize, <laughs> and that would be a real shame. Because he likes. So, just okay, you're the guest here. Why don't you uh, why don't you tell us about your weather? It's uh very sunny and hot out today. Um, it's you know the be- it's May, so now it's. It's finally like, oh shit, summer's almost here. I guess we should throw some weird weather, weather at patterns at you. Because <laughs> Utah weather refuses to be normal. On Saturday last week, it was 85 degrees. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday, it snowed. And then it was cold <laughs> for most of the week. And then on Thursday, it was 75. And now it's going to be like 82 today or something like that. That's strong. That's strong. I like it. Kay, as, as a, as a, you're like originally Canadian, yes? Yes. Okay. As a Canadian living in Utah, are you aware of all the other Canadians living in Utah? Because I immediately was like, I am aware of at least one other Canadian in Utah, and I want to know if you know them. <laughs> I actually am aware of a lot of Canadians in Utah. So one of my a lot of them Twitter are people. like friends of my family or whatever. Yeah, love Canadian <laughs> small towns. Uh, one of my favorite follows on Twitter, uh, Nicole Cliff, lives in Utah, and I I do not know I do not know them connect. personally. Please find them and make them your friends. Nicole Cliff is is very uh, fun fun to hang out with on Twitter. Yeah, uh, of course. Like I said, a lot of the Canadians in Utah. What I actually meant was like a lot of the Canadians in Salt Lake County because that's where I live. But... Uh, I see. <laughs> I don't know where Nicole Cliff lives somewhere where it snows a lot, which I guess is not a particularly that doesn't helpful... really help me that well, much. <laughs> did my best anyway. That like excludes Southern Utah, but that's right. about it. We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere here. All right. All right. So somewhere in the northern half of Utah. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, Cassandra, how's your weather? I'm glad you asked, Brian. It's been terrible. It's been very bad. It's been like 95 degrees for the past three days, um, and I don't have central air conditioning because God works in mysterious ways, and uh, <laughs> and also I refuse to put my air conditioning unit in. That's really nobody's business. But uh, then it's like only it's only seventy three degrees today. It rained a little bit last night, and I now find myself just with an uncomfortable chill. So the tables have certainly turned. But that's it, really. It's nice. I mean, it's uh, the I mean, that that sounds pleasant to me. But well, you belong the, in Miami, the heat, but so the, the the nice chill. No, I the, the seventy three degrees and just rain. Yeah, well, here's that a hot good. here's a hot tidbit. Um, I'm recording in my very very classy kimono, uh, because I want to bring an extremely classy very feel good. to this to this episode. And it's just you know there's a bit of a chill. This kimono wasn't intended for this. <laughs> it was intended for a little bit a little bit hotter hotter yeah, weather. It was, it was intended for Maybe. warmer climes. Actually, fun fact. Sure. I don't know if you know this. Um, the one of the most comparable uh climates to like around Washington, D.C., like the Mid-Atlantic, uh, is Tokyo. 
Oh, yeah. okay. So it probably is intended for this, and I'm just abusing it. <laughs> How's your weather? Uh, you know, it's been actually it's actually been really good. Um, I think the last time I was on this podcast, I was complaining about how we didn't have uh any spring or anything. But now, as it turns out, uh, it's suddenly summer, and now yes. it's like seventy five, eighty degrees every day, and it's been pretty great. Skip right to the good stuff. Can't wait for humidity. That's right. Here it comes. That's right. Hashtag jorts weather. No. At least I don't have to deal with humidity. That's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 definitely humid here, but not it's, yet. It's super it's, it's super dry here all the time. So I I definitely prefer dry heat to humidity. Yeah. Uh, whenever I'm the only thing that I would not like about living in the southeastern portion or. I mean, I guess Utah like barely qualifies, but uh, in the deserted per- portion of the United States is that people from anywhere else would constantly ask you, oh, but yeah, it's like a dry heat, right? Like, you're fine. Like, it's a dry heat. It's fine. Like, I it's like yeah, I'm fine, it. except that my my skin has turned into, I feel like a lizard and my skin is just molting off all the time. Sure. But other right. than that, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It turns out um, humidity is good for very few things, but it does keep a nice, like, supple look to the skin. And the desert looks that way for a reason. Hope you like spending tons of money on lotion. Love it, actually. <laughs> Hello, Korean Beauty Corner. Here we go. <laughs> Just add, adding new adding new segments <laughs> yes. to the show every time. <laughs> Constantly. Oh my god, that's that's what you got to do, man. That's how podcasts. That's how podcasts work, don't you know? Yeah, I suppose that's true. Mm-hmm. Speaking of segments, so yeah, why don't we why don't we jump into your news corner? Hello, it's Cassandra's news corner. Welcome home, everybody. I'm back. They've they've accepted this as a segment. The boys mentioned it last week, so it is in stone. Cliff was there, so it's the law. <laughs> um, and from here on out, if anybody has news without calling it Cassandra's News Corner on this podcast, I will be filing some kind of lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't like a ton of really big news, but there's like a lot of little things that kind of slipped under my particular radar. Um, and... The, one of the bigger things that I totally had not heard about was that God of War became the fastest-selling PS, uh, like PlayStation exclusive uh, ever in the first three days of its release. Um, uh, is it PlayStation or PlayStation 4? It's PlayStation. That, that might, that I think it's PlayStation matter. because the next, the next best-selling... Let me pull up this link. The next best-selling was like um, uh, an Uncharted, but I don't think it was... Uh, let's, oh, no, it is PlayStation 4. It no, could have been Uncharted 4. 4. That's, that's it PS4 is PS4, one. huh? Well, friends, I failed yeah. the news corner. We're going to have to edit this out. <laughs> um, I just got very excited. It sold 3.1 million copies in its first three days. Uh, that's very impressive. Yeah, and it's a very good game. So, like, that's not necessarily a huge surprise. Um, but the the runner-up was Uncharted 4, uh, which sold, was it, like, two? Yeah, 2.7 million units. Uh, but that was in its first week. So like dramatically. That does not. That surprises me not at all that that game did really really well. Uncharted. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, the hype through, for that one was through the roof. I am a little bit surprised about God of War doing that well, um, but that is pretty cool. The one thing that I could not figure out, like I read the company announcement, and of course they don't say whether or not that's like units sold or unit you know what i mean like that that could be like the amount of copies sold to stores for all i know yeah it's wh- yeah. whether or not that's like sell through or whatever right exactly but i something about I mean saying like in the first three days of release makes me think that it's explicitly talking about to consumer so yeah i, I don't know i guess um playstation reserves the right to be extremely 
extremely uh what's the word um opaque okay. and... smoke <laughs> <laughs> i mean yes and as they as they deserve um because fuck the yeah. what <laughs> weird i don't know that they necessarily deserve to be smug i mean whatever listen i love playstation they don't deserve to be smug but they're a successful company and i'm happy for them uh yeah, sure. the next bit though is something that like i was so upset because it came out like right after we recorded last week <laughs> literally like two hours after we recorded. yes and i was livid uh this has been talked about i don't think they hit it on last week's podcast um but campo santo uh was bought up by valve in an attempt to make games again, as far as I can tell. Uh, yeah. It seemed... More like In the Valve of the Gods, am I right? Yeah, yeah, In the Valley of the Gods will now come out as a Valve game. Um, they were very explicit about that. Uh, the team over at Campo Santos posted a blog uh, thing about this because there's, I mean, there was, uh, as expected, an amount of buzzing in the brief period between the Valve-like uh, announcement and when Campo Santo posted their blog about, like, is this good? <laughs> like, uh, is, is this ideal? Has something gone horribly wrong? And it seems by all accounts, it is very good. Uh, the team is all, I think they're all moving up to Seattle. Yeah. Yes, they are. Um, yep. And they're, as far as they're kind of like scattered around right now. Uh, I think from that blog post, they were like from XYZ places. And I was like, Oh, you guys are kind of spread out. Yeah. I think, I think, I think the majority of them are in San Francisco, oh, okay. um, but they have, they have people like across a few other uh in a few other cities as well well it's tight that they get to like kind of come band together um and they in the blog posts they were just talking there was like this very good anecdote about a champagne bottle uh that when they were when they were they were at ign what was it for the last the last game for um fire firewatch right firewatch yeah yeah, yeah. i now that Fortnite exists and uh there's another game that i can't be <coughs> confused but it doesn't matter uh when firewatch came out they went to ign and one of them i'm not pointing any fingers jake rockin um but one of them definitely, jake <laughs> definitely uh, one of them found this like old like celebratory <laughs> bottle of champagne that's like a, a a gift i think that gets sent out for like the awards that ign does uh and mm-hmm. it was a gift for valve for a game that i can't recall at the moment um and they found that and they they did steal it and they most definitely drank it and so the blog post was talking about how this is like a reunion of their companies in a very spiritual sense uh so i hope it's as you know i hope it's as happy news as it sounds like yeah i mean it kind of seems like it is um they uh they seem to be pretty excited about it, which, like, I feel like everybody that I hear about going to work at Valve is very excited about working at Valve, and then you never hear from them. Yeah, like, that's been a concern. Where's, where's Brad Weir? They just, they just get, get disappeared Valve? in the middle like, of the night. Anymore? Right. They're yeah. just, like, reshuffled around <laughs> Valve, and, like, some of them end up in customer support. Yeah, they got like, those fucking rolling we'll never, desks. We'll never like... see them again. Uh, also, uh, Campus is just talking about, they put out, like, um what is it like a literary newsletter kind of deal? Yeah. The quarterly. Yeah, review. exactly. And they say they're going to continue with things like that too. So it seems like, I, which I highly recommend reading by the way. It's very, I good. have been it's... meaning to get into that for the longest time. And I'm glad I read that blog post because it reminded me. So it is on my list. Um, but it does seem like they'll be allowed to maintain, uh, the, like the identity that they built up as an independent studio, which I find, mm-hmm. uh, the only, the only salve against the idea that they might otherwise be chewed up by valve. 
Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see if like they're going to keep the name Campo Santo like on that game, or if it's going to be explicitly like just Valve. Like, I mean, like is it going to be like Valve? A- like, I-, I guess I can't remember like when Left 4 Dead came out. Was the Turtle, Turtle Rock name on that game? I I, I certainly wouldn't know. I can look it up. Yeah, I'm sure it's like you know developed, developed by Campo Santo and then produced by Valve or whatever. Like a lot of other games do yeah, that. Yeah. I know. Um, I mean, sure, but usually that's yeah. like in a publishing situation, right? Like the studio itself is like given development credit, and then the the publisher gets to say, you know, blah blah blah, publish. But since they own them now, yeah, that's true. Like there's certainly the consideration that like no, it could just say Valve. And I mean, they didn't say whether or not their branding would still be on it. I kind of don't think it will. Uh, I this would take way too long to read. I don't know. Somebody probably already knows about this. They can hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it sounded like uh. In the blog post, uh, they definitely said it was coming out as a Valve product. I think if there were more more to know about that, because I think a lot of people are interested in that, uh, they maybe would have been more explicit to say that, like, yeah, no, or it'll still say Campo Santo. Like, I do think that that name is kind of going to fall by the wayside, at least on the, you know, on the hard copies of games anyway. Yeah, which is a little bit of a bummer because... A great name and mm-hmm. B like what a logo like boy yeah, the logo is great true 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 uh yeah well I mean that's if that's the biggest trade off that they have to deal with and they get all these like resources and get to retain uh like a large amount of autonomy as far as like what projects they work on like I'm happy for that and I will continue to enjoy all the all the um oh my gosh. All the jokes, friends. All the Half-Life Three jokes uh, that have come out of this. I'm, <laughs> I'm young. I'm still young enough that I find Half-Life Three jokes very funny, and I'll never not be. T- I'll never not. I'm not tired of them yet. So, I'm mm-hmm. fine with that, and I will make my. This, own. Uh, because obviously, this new this news means that in the Valley of the Gods is Half-Life Three confirmed. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for quoting my tweet. That is exactly true. Uh, so that's that's Campus Santos. Uh, I really hope everything goes great, and I will be checking out the quarterly review because it does sound really interesting. Yeah, uh, recommended. I never played Fort Fortnite, or I never played Fort Watch. I never played Firewatch. <laughs> you never played Fort Watch, huh? <laughs> I didn't play Firewatch. You should play Firewatch. Firewatch is great. I've been putting off all these games until I get a real computer. Like, did Firewatch get... come out on console? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it on PS4. Okay. I did. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Because, like, for, I know when it first came out, I think it was PC only. I think, yeah, it got, like, a head start. Um, like, yeah. it was released first on PC maybe for a couple of weeks, and then they released it on PS4 and Xbox. But Or yeah, so did they the release it on Xbox? Like... I don't even know, but... Probably not. Anyway, no, um, when, all the, when all the hype was really popping off about it, I would just, like, put it in a folder that is bursting to full now of games I will play when I can rely on my computer. Uh, and that day is not has yet to come, so it's still in there, and I know I know it's worth playing. I definitely have not forgotten about it, even though I keep fucking up its name. That's fine though. Um, next up, do you guys do either of you play Fortnite? No, I'm actually talking about Fortnite now. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I, I do not play Fortnite. Uh, um, I downloaded the mobile version and played one game and then deleted it. Okay, uh, I don't. This is not for me. Fortnite's just not for me in general. Um, the the look of it, like a lot of people talk about how they like Fortnite more than PUBG, which I, to be fair, also haven't played because again, uh, I don't have a good computer. But uh, and I'm certainly not buying an Xbox for that version. But um, they like like the more they find it more attention grabbing, like the look of Fortnite, things like that. 
aside from obviously the gameplay differences. Uh, this doesn't really do it for me, but Fortnite's very popular and it is to the point they had that, I, I don't know if you guys saw this, they had like that comet that popped up in Fortnite uh, a little while ago. And it was like, yeah, I remember reading like some stories about like there were like shooting stars and stuff. Yeah. Like, and people were real confused about what was going on. <laughs> and apparently it's like this, it was this big long arg, apparently. Yeah, it was like an ARG kind of thing because like you would log in and like, did you say arg? Yeah. <laughs> That's the dark. That's what it is. Dark Insight does not condone that pronunciation of ARG. <laughs> That's bad. It should be ARG. Well, Dark Insight also doesn't condone your hatred of birds. So. Well, that's not true. Pull say otherwise. Anyway, so <laughs> it was more like an ARG. It was a little bit like an ARG in that like people were logging in every day and like subtle changes would have happened. Like it started off as just like a little light in the sky and then it became obvious that it was more of like a, a moving object. Um, then as it drew closer to like the finale, like there were like you could hear the comet above you, like there were shooting stars, like all this stuff. So it was like it was exciting from like what I've been reading about it to just like log in every day and see what was up with that that thing in the sky, man. Um, and also they'd been releasing several like uh, like updates that came with kind of like spacey add-ons, uh, like spacey like I want to say like uh, cosmetic kind of stuff. Um, Mm-hmm. And so people were like speculating and then it turns out that it was it was a comet, it was several comets. Uh but one of the comets hit like I I didn't even remember. It's um like dirty something. Dirty drench it dirt something like that. Uh Dusty Depot. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh it landed there and it completely changed that area. Like it was kind of like a mini wo- World of Warcraft like cataclysm. Uh, it like changed a lot about that area. It added uh, like new game mechanics in that area to a degree because there's like little crystals that you can like scoop up and they allow you to play in like semi like low gravity. Um, so it adds this like whole different thing. And then a couple other places got hit too and have like more minor changes. Like there's places that have like new underground like maps basically. Um, and just, like, added little tweaks to the island. So, like, I don't play this game, but I think that sounds really cool, and it sounds like they really kept their fans on the hook for it, which is to be uh, applauded. Uh, like, if you're so yeah. excited to log in every day just to see, like, how how much closer that thing in the sky is, like, that sounds like it's pretty exciting, so. Yeah, this is this is pretty cool. Like, I, I'm, I'm actually reading it now. Like, it apparently, like, affected the entire map. Yeah, it was just, like, like to just, differing. Like, all kinds of changes yeah. all over the map. The, um, and now apparently players are finding superhero layers in the map. And this is where I uh, log off. This is where I log is, off of this Fortnite. This is really interesting. And I actually am going to need you to stop looking at that. Uh, I can't hear about superhero Fortnite. That's that's not in my very tiny <laughs> realm of interest. Uh, but actually with Fortnite, I mean... Every... Oh, neither is space, though. Yes, so. neither is space. You, you bring up a good point. Fantasy over space. If you want to fight about it, we I can. I don't know why you brought this up at all in the first place. Because I'm trying to be inclusive. Like, people like space. I get it. Okay. I just don't. Yeah. It's because space is good. This is a different podcast where we, we pick two things to argue about arbitrarily. <laughs> and I win, as it turns out. That's You know, I'm going to have to listen to that episode. I just win. Um, anyway, everybody knows Fortnite's very popular. With this rise in popularity, though, uh, I saw an interesting uh, beat on Polygon, I think. Uh, about how basically now YouTube is like overrun with like those fake videos that promise to get you like free premium currency. I think they're called V Bucks uh, in Fortnite, and it is like uh, it is taking over YouTube. Um, and <laughs> Good people old are YouTube reaching out to schools. YouTube. <laughs> 
Yeah, right. Uh, and people are like reaching out. Like they're even like it pop. Like not only are these video do these videos exist, but like they have bought ad space like on other things. So like even if you're not at the video itself, it's like in your ads. Uh, and people have reached out to YouTube and been like, "Hey, this is uh, alarming. Like this, there's a lot of this." And ever since uh, the YouTube kids fucking fiasco. Uh, I feel like there's been a lot more uh, pressure on YouTube to react to like this kind of uh, deceptive and I mean that was very harmful but this like deceptive kind of stuff and essentially what YouTube says is they have they have listen they have algorithms on the case and that's what you should you should be happy to hear they have algorithms on the case and it's gonna be it's gonna be fine uh, their community of trusted like they have like a community of trusted what is it like uh not mods but like people who are meant to report these kinds of things oh um... what'd you say Mm -hmm. uh there's there's like a term for it um but they basically just have the power to send do you say monitors no it's like a moderators i think it's it's like trusted something with an a i could easily click this link but i (laughs) is okay we can play this game where we all just guess words. <laughs> that's no, that's fun. Let me just pull this up so I can end my misery. Administrators. Uh, and figure out the answer to this. I'm sorry I didn't come uh, as absolutely prepared with the name of the ad people. This, uh, and this is your news corner. Thank you, Brian. Um, <laughs> they are. Oh, I'm never gonna find it. It's never gonna. There's so much information, y'all. It's called trusted flaggers. You're welcome. They're trusted flaggers. <laughs> capital T, capital F. Uh, they are kind of like partners with YouTube, so they can flag videos, and that sends it to YouTube's like mod team. But then, if like the reviewers on that mod team don't think there's a problem with it, like there is nothing to be done. So they, if if they for whatever reason like don't pay attention like trusted flaggers are the ground troops in this scenario but they really have no real power uh and youtube is dedicated to investing this power in its algorithms which are not keeping up although they do say that they're deleting like millions of these things like all the time and it's just like not fast enough uh and also just like this small team of uh higher up mods that are not don't seem to be particularly interested in stopping this. So uh, that's a bummer. And one more reason why YouTube is turning into a bad place. I mean, it, it was never a great place, but like I I've seen these ads and it drives me up a wall. Like it's YouTube should be more polished than this at this point. Like they make enough money you would think. Uh, but just like, I guess the amount, the staggering amount of people doing these scams is too much for YouTube to handle. It's also my understanding that YouTube, in fact, does not make a lot of money. <laughs> it's like all of the YouTube adjacent services that make money for Google and not necessarily YouTube itself. So. Oh, that's fair. Well, I'm still going to accuse YouTube of making money because it's my prerogative. <laughs> they probably make more money than me. Um, where... Oh, I was still looking at the stupid trusted flaggers. I'm so... Ugh. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to skip this bit. There's I'm this gonna thing change, about... I'm going to change my name on Twitter to trusted flagger. <laughs> trusted flagger. That's my YouTube. Uh, there's there is this kind of interesting thing. Uh, I don't ever hear anybody talk about PlayStation View anymore, but apparently people use it. Um, well, that's because only Drew Scanlon ever used did it. Did Drew Scanlon use PlayStation View? Is PlayStation View the TV <laughs> service? Or is that the rental service? It is. It's the yeah the uh, no the PlayStation Now I think is the rental service. Okay. Well, my uh, uh, my brother in law uses PlayStation View all the time. So. <laughs> really. Yeah. 
two people. Yeah, use they don't have change. like they don't have cable or anything uh, at my sister's house. They just use PlayStation View. So it's just like you have so many options. Even like when you cut cable, and just like PlayStation View would never have occurred to me as one of those options. But Godspeed, I'm I. I mean, I guess it works. Uh, whatever. Hey, sometimes it works unless you want to watch local news from a Sinclair news outlet. Uh, <laughs> this pops up to me. I don't. Uh, yeah, I, as say it, I don't. The problem is Sinclair owns about three quarters of the news, uh, as it turns out, or they will after this merger that's coming up. Uh, yeah. Right, right now it's like forty-seven percent, which is still so we're still just a little quite safe a lot. Right now. It's uh, a lot, quite a lot. Uh, they have like what, like ABC, CBS, like they have a lot. Um, and this popped up to me because Sinclair News was in the was in the real news not too long ago, uh, for just saying scripted bullshit about Donald Trump, uh, where they like supported yeah, that, him. Boy, that that Deadspin video is something yep. something else. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so I was very caught off guard to see their name popping up on a new on a game news website. Uh, but it's because PlayStation View people have been complaining about losing their like local news, and it's being they basically just couldn't come to a deal with Sinclair, uh, which is fine if if PlayStation doesn't want to give Sinclair enough money that's no that's no uh, skin off my nose uh but instead of having live local news now they'll just get on demand which is not quite the idea of how news should work when you're looking at local news to be fair usually it's of a breaking nature that people want to be informed of immediately um but instead of this playstation view is going to replace this contract essentially with fox news outlets (laughs) so there's like no Great. Yeah, breaking news. There is no good news. Uh, there's no. There's no good local. Uh, I'm sure local news is fine. There's, but there's still like a lot of stuff at the uh, top. Well, yeah, not we clear, but we we can get into some conversations about how local news is designed to, like to play on people's fears. Oh uh, no, yeah, but news I don't, is I don't a, think this is the institution is is certainly yeah. That's not. A, I just mean like I feel like a lot of people who work at local news stations are fundamentally fine people. Is what oh, I will sure. say. Sure, sure. Uh, and it yeah. is unfortunate that their hungry overlords uh, use all of their money to throw around political aims. Uh, that's all, though. PlayStation View doesn't have Sinclair News anymore, so that's that's just a little fun little tidbit. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna skip this until the end. Uh, Stardew Valley multiplayer came out on on the computer. Yeah, you guys, it happened. I'm uh, I'm in that beta, but I haven't done anything with it yet. I was thinking about maybe not playing Monster Hunter today and playing Stardew Valley multiplayer instead, but I really want to play Monster Hunter. I, I would be okay with either of those. I I don't know where I'm gonna come down on it. Kate, did you play Stardew Valley? I did not. I, I missed that one. Oh. 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 Okay. I know. Okay. okay. Everybody's mad huh. at me now. You're about to, you're about to be sold on it. Interesting. Do you have a Switch? No. Okay, but you have a computer because you're on a computer right now. Huh? Yeah, but it's shitty and it doesn't really. But it, but didn't Stardew Valley get released on uh, PS4 as well? Yes, yeah. So I don't really have an PS4 excuse. PS4. I just kind of and it was like it's not like I didn't want to play it. I was like, oh, that's out on PS4 now. I should get it. And then I just kind of forgot about it. So uh, I own it on PS4. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good port. Um, it's not as as engrossing just because like you're not you don't have your nose up against a screen like I do whenever I play Stardew Valley on a computer. Uh, I'm a big big everybody knows I'm a big big proponent of Stardew Valley and God bless him Eric Barone out there spending all his money and he deserves it. It's you can have it glow up of the year. Uh, <laughs> this multiplayer is really cool. It's just like been a really long time coming. I think they first talked about it like five years ago, which is buck wild. Um, mm-hmm. And actually I, I had heard like a few things about it as far as like 
uh like you know every I, like little things like this also came with a single player update which i haven't dug as much into although i did read something about that that i'll talk about in a minute uh but i knew that like people if you were playing in co-op basically you would have to like all decide to go to sleep together uh literally no uh you also you all have to like agree to sleep at the same time because you're all sharing an in an in game clock um, but you also like, you share money, which makes sense to me, but it was not something I'd ever considered. Uh, and you can yeah. also like adjust the difficulty to see like how much money, like how big your profit margin is, which is also kind of buck wild. Like there's a difficulty on Stardew Valley. I think that's cool. No one else agrees with me. That's why I about it. It's mine. It's just my perfect, perfect game, and no one else has to feel the same way as I do. Uh, but there's. I mean, it's a good game. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. You, weird, because you said good instead of perfect, and I did hear that. And <laughs> I don't. On the Cassandra scale, it did get a ten out of ten. I don't know if you read that article. Um, uh, what was the thing? Um, yeah, I guess like the money thing just surprised me. That's all. Uh, I think it's good though. Um, and if anybody hasn't gotten that yet, I don't. I don't. I mean, K obviously hasn't. If there's any more of you out there, please. When I start playing this beta for real, especially, I'll really dig into this when it comes out on Switch. Like that's an inevitability. It's just gonna take forever. But that will for sure be my new bullshit for several months to come. Um, how are you guys enjoying Cassandra News Corner? You guys into it? What's your? It's yeah, good. You like it? yeah. I'm into it. It's very. I got a lot of stuff today, and some of it doesn't make any sense for this podcast. But I want to talk about Uniqlo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do actually talk about t-shirts a lot, to be fair. And in fact, me and Brian both have a new Jeff Gerstmann t-shirt. Brian. Um. I well, I've had this t-shirt for a while. Did you? you have oh, I thought you got it at the now. same time yeah. as me. No, I told. I told oh, you, you that did. I it yeah. Previously, tell us about the t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, it is a it is a navy blue T-shirt in in white text that says garbage. Yes, very on brand, extremely That's good. <laughs> uh, another Jeff Gerstmann stunner. Uh, not that he was ever the first person to wear this shirt. I just Jeff Gerstmann is a fashion been, icon. Yeah, it. as far as I know, they like what? I need it. I need, oh, I, I thought you said I shirt. hate it. No. I was like, K, that is strike two. No, no, no. One more strike, and this <laughs> podcast is over. Uh, they got they have it on uh, Sebe. It's um it's a very good shirt. It's well made. And I love it very much, and I wear it to the gym, and I just, I dare anybody to say anything to me about it. <laughs> uh, but I mentioned t-shirts because right now, uh, Uniqlo, which, if you're not familiar with it, is, it's like Japanese, isn't it? I think? It's, anyway, it's like a clothing company. Uh, I believe so, yes. It's a clothing company, and right now they are selling t-shirts for like $13, which is pretty cheap. Um, it, because it's like the 50th anniversary of Shonen Jump, and I thought that was really cute. And they have a Gintama t-shirt, and I'm going to buy it really, really soon, and I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, I love anime. Uh, I'm anime trash. That's not, should, That should surprise literally nobody. Uh, yeah, no. There's no surprises here. <laughs> they, also have, like, they also have like Dragon Ball Z and One Piece and just like a ton of stuff. Like It's very cool. It's like a neat thing they're doing. Um, so if you're interested in that, you should get on it. Cause like I said, it's like 12 to $13 and I think it was like $6 shipping, which makes it the price of a normal t-shirt in my opinion, but, uh, it's still pretty good. Um, and then the last piece of news I have is that steam support for the switch controller is out in beta right now. So if you spent $70 on a steam or on a, excuse me, on a uh, switch pro controller, you can use that for stuff. Like, there's another thing you can use it for instead of the literal one thing you spent $70 on it for. 
Yeah, I spent <laughs> $70 on that thing and then played Zelda with it, and that's about it. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be pretty good. They're allowing, like, totally custom binding. The only problem is that the Switch Pro controller doesn't have triggers. Yeah, that will so... be a problem. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you could map triggers to something else? Probably, but is there really that many buttons on the Switch controller? Uh, it, it has triggers and bumpers. I thought it didn't have triggers. No, it totally this does. This article says it doesn't have triggers. Wow, that article lied. I mean, it doesn't have triggers like the Xbox controllers, but it has, like, ZL and ZR. Mm, oh, I guess like, they were talking the about, like, that... specifically for... Oh, what was it? Bear, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it doesn't have analog triggers. That's a difference. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. So, sure. if you're, oh, I guess um, for, like, racing games or something, that could be... Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't know about that. Yeah, like, th- 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 this is cool, but, like, also, I'm... I'm uh, as my t-shirt says, I'm garbage, and I spend all of my money on controllers all the time. Oh. Um, so I have I have one of the Xbox Elite controllers that I use on my PC. You're so giving Xbox money, huh? Another controller. I mean, <laughs> this is a very anti Xbox. This is even more anti Xbox than all of my my two other episodes, and that's saying something. That's pretty. I don't know. I don't. It really I is. don't feel any worse about Xbox now than I did then. I just am giving Brian shit. Xbox is fine. Yeah. If you have one, I'm glad you get to play video games. We're all very excited. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't... Yeah, I, it, that's the only thing is, like, I guess... I like the idea of this because, like, for people who did buy it for the Switch and who kind of bought a Switch without being otherwise console players, you know, like people who had PCs um, and just got... I guess it doesn't matter, though, because if you had, if you were that into PC, you would have had the Xbox controller anyway. So I don't know. I just... I'm glad they have another use case for it, basically. Um, and I think that's cool. Like you get something else out of it. I think $70 is way too much for a controller, but I also think $45 is too much for a controller. And I have no, I have no reason to say that except for, I don't want to, I don't want to spend that much. Controllers are expensive. Business. They're very yep. expensive. I told Brian knows this, but I once, I, the, I don't think I've said this on the podcast. I got a, I had a PlayStation 4 controller that I bought. I mean, obviously came with my PS4, uh, my PS4 Pro that I bought like not like less than a year ago. And I got a headset and I plugged it in and there is like this brand new controller and it did not work. Awesome. Uh, like did not work for microphones. Yeah. So that was upsetting. And Sony, that is that I'm going to lay that at your feet. That's fucking bullshit. And so I had to buy like another controller and I didn't even get the good crystal ones. And I really wanted a crystal one because they're pretty. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like the PS4 controller. Like, it feels really nice. But, boy, that build quality is mm. questionable. Yeah, this is the only problem I've ever had with it. And, I mean, to be fair, it's also the only PS4 controller I've ever had. So, I don't know that that one-to-one is, like, a good KD. Uh, but I, um... I mean, like, but it's not, ju- it's not just your controller. Like, a lot of people have had tr- yeah. trouble with it. I, I, um got lucky one year at Christmas and people were like, what do you want for Christmas? And it's like another controller for my PS4. So I have a backup when the battery dies and two separate people got me one. So I have three and like, they all seem to work. (laughs) So that's good. But yeah, I wish I had gotten a different, even if I couldn't have gotten crystal, I do wish I'd gotten a different color because now it does take me 10 extra minutes. Every time I play a game with a headset to figure out which one of my fucking controllers is the one that works with it. So you can always just mark on one part. of them with a piece of like packing tape or something. That's true. 
I'm not or a smart like, woman. Like draw a little bit of paint. Yeah, I could deface it in all kinds of ways. You guys are absolutely right. I've never it never really occurred to me because I spent money on it, but you guys are right and I wonder if you can like mod a PlayStation controller the same way you can mod a Switch. You know I'm sure I mean? like, YouTube would be able to tell off. you. Yeah, oh yeah, like ch- ch- just do, do a sweet case mod. Yeah, love case mods. <laughs> I'm sure you They have like stickers that you it. can put on your controllers as like an overlay. Yeah, like skins. I almost bought uh oh, yeah. I almost bought the the like premium version or like the special ver- whatever the special edition of uh God of War. Uh just the one that had like the special skin on it. And now that I think or the special skin for your controller. Uh and at the time I was like, "Oh, I'm ever really going to use this skin." And now I realize, "Yeah, yes. Absolutely I would have used it. That would have come in so handy." <laughs> My friend has one uh, has a Persona I'm- 5 themed one and it's fucking sweet. That's also extremely good. That's also a very good idea, man. This is sad. Now I'm sad. I'm gonna go buy a skin later. <laughs> uh, but I think um, I think the Persona Four Golden Special Edition also came with like a, a Vita skin. Really? Uh, definitely have one of those. Definitely have one of those. Is it not? Somewhere. You said that, but is it not on your Vita? Uh, it's definitely not on my Vita. Why? Because I have a white Vita. So, Persona looks, Four Golden is the white. game of a generation. <laughs> okay, can I have that skin though? I mean, probably. Ah, nice. Anyway, I'm getting a new skinny, guys. If I can find it. Oh, well, great. Perfect. Um, anyway, that's the end of my news corner. There was a lot in there. I'm going to pare it down next time, but, like, I was really interested. That was a lot of news. Yeah. It's okay. I'm fine, I'm fine with a lot of news. <laughs> There's, like, there was an anime in there, and I'm, I, you know what? I don't apologize. I, Gintama's a great <laughs> anime. At me. Do at me. I love Gintama. Uh, anyway, Brian, be a host. Uh yeah, let's uh let's talk about some video games we've been playing. Um I was gonna have Kay go first because she's the guest. Uh but in case in case you guys can't tell, there's a little bit of construction going on yep. over there. Uh so we're fucking gonna, apartment we're, complex. We're, we're, gonna go... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna go first and then we'll uh hopefully that'll give the construction time to get away from Kay mm. so that when she's talking Yeah, that or they'll just start like right outside not, my not fucking window as soon as I start talking. <laughs> They're tearing I mean, down the building around you. No, like, they're just they're just working a... on the parking lot. Like, well, it started as a parking lot situation, but soon the entire place is just demo. It's gonna come down. Building in there. Gosh. Yep. They're just gonna tear tear down your building and rebuild it around. I just met Kay, and now she's gonna die in an apartment collapse. This is really upsetting. <laughs> More ghosts. If, Stop if I can telling people I'm dead. To... <laughs> 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 I want to be clear, Kay's not dead. Nikki's a ghost in Baltimore. I'm just saying if Kay became a ghost, stay with me. Then she could also, she could live, also in live in Baltimore. That's all I'm saying. We have a need of ghosts. Everybody knows that. Uh, all right, Brian, tell me what you've been playing. So, no, t- you go first. Tell me about Sad Dad. <laughs> Sad Dad is very I good. I want to hear about Sad Dad. Sad Dad is extremely good. Um, I have not gotten to play it nearly enough, and it makes me deeply upset and now that i'm talking about it i'm also thinking of not playing monster hunter and playing sad dad instead uh this game is really good i have gotten uh it's not like very spoiler i've gotten to alfheim that's just like a place what do you know you don't know what alfheim is yeah um and i've gotten like a good bit through that um so still not very far but the game does feel like it's coming together um and I just love it. I love everything about it. It's like a really pretty like this. There, I have some concerns about this like this uh, realm overall that I am in, but like it is unquestionably gorgeous looking. Um, and I've been enjoying it a lot. And there, like I've I've cried. We the cry meter has gone up one. 
it's been zero days since Cassandra cried about <laughs> sad dad, as it turns out. <laughs> uh, and it's just like really, it's effective in the ways that I wanted it to be. And I did a really cool thing where I accidentally solved a puzzle because I just am that good. And I put it on my Twitter. If you want to see it, it doesn't look that impressive. Uh, but I did scream when it happened because I could not believe it. <laughs> uh, um, similarly, uh, speaking of God of War, uh, the video that I put on my Twitter uh, from God of War, I was I was incredibly proud of. That as, one was very good happened. too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so if you don't already follow us on Twitter, you should you should uh, stake yep. them out follow for hot Twitter sad so dad clips cool, that have cool next God to no clips. spoilers. Yeah, that's true. This game is God of War, but I refuse to not call it Sad Dad. <laughs> Stop me. I've been hearing Dad of oh, War a lot. Yeah, that's the corporate. That's, boy, the, that's yeah. the that's the corporate Twitter decision. That's like what big Twitter wants you to call it, but not nah, sad dad. That's what it is. Have you? You don't. Have you are you not playing this game? No, I. Like I'm not. I've I've never been into the God of War games, so I was not interested in picking this one up. Although I have heard it is very good. Wow! Silence. Oh gosh. I'm... <laughs> Your poor parking lot. I'm just like crying over here about your poor parking. It's not lot. that bad right now. <laughs> uh, no, it's. I. I hope it's getting better. Okay. Yeah. They've uh, moved away from me. I am actually very excited to talk about one of the games on your list, but we're gonna wait for a second because I'm playing other stuff. Um, I also so uh, Brian and I hung out on PlayStation on 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 the PlayStation we hung out yeah. uh, we just hung out on PlayStation we just hung out on PlayStation <laughs> i mean PlayStation home come back that's what i, <laughs> I that's I me it. i miss PlayStation home i don't rest, miss rest in peace PlayStation home RIP PlayStation home um i don't miss it um but we played Monster Hunter last weekend and it was extremely good we played for like 5 hours it, which is pr- like the longest yeah, i've sat good. down for a while uh yeah. It was it was so good. You guys, Monster Hunter is so We hunted a lot good. of monsters. We did, and we almost killed all of them. Uh, yeah, just that fucking Anjanath, though. Yeah, and it's because playing with two people, like this is well-trotted ground, but playing with two people puts you at the difficulty of having a four-person party. So it's arguably literally the hardest way to play that game. <laughs> because like, if you have yeah. three people, it's also at four-person, but you have three people. So uh, yeah, I'm worried about that difficulty spike, but hopefully it's just a matter of grinding, which I don't mind because I love Monster Hunter and I love looking at it. Uh, especially when it's not raining, which was an unfortunate start to our gameplay. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I'm also sad that I was kind of like not. I wasn't. I was like playing other things when uh, the spring fling thing was happening. Uh, which is a shame because I'm sure that was like really. Excuse me, I'm sure that was really cute looking. Uh, but now it's just freaking devil may cry, and I don't care about that. Yeah, apparently that gear is really good, and it kind of makes me want to want to try to get it. But then I have to look like Dante. Like I'm not sure. You would have to. So which Dante? Sorry, which Dante are they using? Are they using like Dante from the new Devil May Cry series? Are they using like old school Dante? Uh, no, it's it's white hair Dante. OG Dante. Devil May Cry games. I've played a couple. I mean, like I, I I actually like I like the Devil May Cry games, or at least like I liked the first one and three. Because uh, mm. two is pretty bad, um, but like I boy, like that that aesthetic is real, real early two oh, thousands. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have not aged well. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that that red red leather trench coat with uh, with no no shirt, pretty good. That uh, that um, new Dante though, he's he's the worst. <laughs> I would rather go with the like <laughs> shitty early two thousands white haired one than the 
Avenge yeah. Sevenfold, Dante. <laughs> uh, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. There, I have to go look at all the different Dantes now. Oops, we picked up. We did. We did. Uh, I used to like Avenge Sevenfold when I was a youth. That's my business. That was that was my, the joke. That was the joke I saw on the internet. It is not a, a joke of my invention. So, <laughs> hello. Yes, I don't own this joke. Still very good. Uh, um, I'm gonna look up the. I, I, I can also make a confession about uh, about Devil May Cry uh, while we're. Uh-huh. What we're talking about, uh, making confessions. Um, I used to subscribe to uh, PSM, the PlayStation Magazine, which was an unofficial PlayStation Magazine. Uh, Great. It was not. It was not Sony endorsed. Oh. Uh, the or at least it was not. It wasn't like the corporate version. It wasn't like Nintendo Power for PlayStation. Uh-huh. That was OPM. That was the official PlayStation Magazine. Um, but they they would have like like drawings of different characters and stuff and. There was a review or preview or something for Devil May Cry 2, and they had a drawing of Dante, and they had put a speech bubble over Dante, and he was saying, make Dante a sandwich sucker, uh, which then, make Brian a sandwich sucker, became my uh, my AOL oh, screen no. name for a long time. So, <laughs> that's that's me in middle school, what's up? You guys, I didn't have internet when AIM was big, so it makes me sound like even more of a baby, but I almost never used AIM. <laughs> Uh, look at okay. Look at this Dante image, and t- and tell me I have some suspicions about which one would be Avenged Sevenfold Dante. I, I, I need to, to know if they're correct. I have to open up a web browser. Okay. Which 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 one do you think it is? I think that is number three. Number three is. I I Devil have to catch up. Dante. I can't. My <laughs> web browser won't open, and oh, the no, image isn't just showing on its own. It. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I don't I don't know why I did that so bad. Maybe I can get in the Discord. Hold on. Uh, oh, no, sorry. That's that's Devil May Cry 3 Dante, because that's young Dante. Uh, it's extremely important that I get this picture into the Discord. Hold on one second. I do need to have Kay's feedback. I, uh, it's loading, but very, very slowly. I got you. Hold on, I'm going to literally get into this Discord at the same time. Okay. No, it is uh, um, <laughs> the Dante with the Union Jack on his shoulder that I was referring to. With the brown hair, the Union yeah. Jack on his black hair, Dante. Oh yeah, man. Uh, that's interesting. I was gonna say that's a that's a hell of a character recreate to like make him make him have black hair in one. Yep. Yep. That that's for the uh, the reboot. that was which uh, was DMC. terrible. Um, <laughs> was yeah. it? Because it's not a great that game. Hair looks very um, good, actually. Actually, oh no, I'm into that Dante. Well, that's, that's fine. My new favorite. Nope. But like, he had at, at least like old school white hair Dante had a personality. Beyond swear words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, no, I'm sad. I like the the personality <laughs> list, Dante. It's a good haircut, though. God, yeah, that's fine. Did you still like Avenged Sevenfold, huh? Um. <laughs> anyway, was it? I was talking. What was I talking about? Monster Hunter. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh. Yeah. No. Um. What was my point? Uh, anyway, it was really good to be back there. Like uh, those loops, like pull you right back in, and I'm excited to keep playing it some more and get good finally, maybe one day. Yeah, boy, like it, it all came back to me. Like I, I hadn't really played much of Monster Hunter World. Like I'd played like a couple hunts and not really done much. Um, yeah, your hunter I've, rank was yeah, lower than I've, mine, which has never happened to me playing with like anybody yeah, in but any I've, game. I've, I've, I've been playing these games for years on like handheld. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, we get it. You're so, OG. I understand. Yeah, I'm 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 OJ. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, like what 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 I'm getting at is that like it hadn't like I hadn't really like gotten back into it and like sitting down and playing it with you like 
it was like, oh, I'm just going to grab my hammer and get back to it. And boy, just like right away, I was like, all right, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Like I have these moves at my disposal. I'm just going to clobber the head. And that's what I did. Like, and it was great. Like so good. I love swinging, that swinging a big old hammer just feels great. I'm so glad that this exists because like handheld monster hunters um, were not for me. Um, mm-hmm. Perhaps surprising nobody. Yeah, uh, they were not for most people. And uh, I got this game. Yeah, you have to be a specific kind of crazy to enjoy the handheld monster hunters. I, I think. think I tried to download a demo for maybe mm, four, four. Four is four one. Okay. Yes, four is okay. one. Four Maybe. ultimate. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that was it. And I tried the demo and, like, the constant loading and, like, the, like, that tiny, I, it, it surprises me that this game became popular on handhelds because, like, the, looking at that tiny screen uh, that is meant to hold, like, so much detail, like, blows my mind. Like, I, I don't know how you did it. And I don't Yeah, know I don't know. I just, I mean, it's, I, I was real obsessed. Mm-hmm, you had a problem. Um... Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I was thinking about playing Star. I played more Stardew Valley as is my want. I still haven't tra- checked out that multiplayer, as I said. Uh, but maybe that'll change soon. Um, but probably not because every time I'm playing something that's not God of War, I feel like I am betraying God of War. Like <laughs> I feel like I came into it so hot, and I am still very into it, and I just keep letting other things get in the way, and it's really bumming me out to be honest. Um, but. Can, do you want to go, Brian, or do you want Kay to go now that it sounds? You might want to take this this momentary let's, calm. Yeah, let's have Kay go. Yeah, no, yeah. Let's let's take advantage of this. Um, I've been playing lots of Bloodborne. Uh, Jesse's playing through it for the yes. first time, so I've been playing. I've been doing streams with uh, both Jesse and usually Jake. I keep inviting Nikki, but unfortunately, she usually can't make it. Um, oh, I wonder why. Yeah, because she's. Huh. I wonder, wonder, wonder what. I wonder what she's busy with. That isn't blood dragging gosh. Nikki. We're gonna talk about that in a minute too. But um, <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> so, playing lots of Bloodborne. Uh, I usually stream it. We don't plan them in advance. Usually, what'll happen is that I'll get like a DM on Twitter. It's like, do you want to play Bloodborne? Or I'll DM one of them. And be like, do you guys want to play Bloodborne? And we just do it. Um, and I stream it. On Wednesday, um, we fought. Ebreitas, or however the hell you're supposed to pronounce that name. I think I've pronounced it differently every single time I've said it. Um, but <laughs> I think I think I just said it Ebreitas the first time. And yeah, everybody says it differently, but you just everything's technically it's all correct because we've never actually heard it. But um, exactly. Yeah, so we we did that recently. Um, right now we have a selection of bosses left. There's we have to beat Ebreitas in my game, and then also. Um, we have the entirety of the DLC, uh, the entirety of the Nightmare of Mensis, and then the final bosses left. So I think probably next, after we beat Ibriotus in my game, we'll probably I'll probably steer Jesse in the direction of the DLC, um, just to go through that. Because if you beat the final boss of the Nightmare of Mensis before you do the DLC, you miss out on some dialogue from the doll. So it's, I mean, yeah. we can we could probably fight. Nikolash, but um, I do want to get that extra dialogue from the doll, so we're probably going to leave the Nightmare of Mensis to last. Um, if I can have my way, at least. But um, <laughs> And then I have to beat the Bloody Crow of Kanehurst in my game. So, we've got that left as well. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, uh, he is a time... 
Is it is it is he still as much of a nightmare? As I think so. Uh, I think the only thing is that they fixed the cheese where you could just get him to activate the chikage and then leave. Oh no! So, you, so, so he's, he's worse. worse. Yeah, you can still cheese him, but you have to do it differently and like <laughs> put some effort into it. Um, so uh, more more of those to come for sure. Uh, Salt report, Bloodborne streams. I'm gonna have to catch one of those. It sounds yeah. very. good. I always save them on my channel yeah. um, as highlights, nice. so you can go back and watch them whenever you want because they don't delete Perfect. highlights. They only delete uh, VODs. So those will stay up Seems backwards. basically inevitably. Yeah, they, they don't put a limit on how long your highlights can be either. So I have highlights that are like four and a half hours long. But, you know, that's <laughs> fine. Hopefully Twitch Weird. doesn't change yeah. that sometime in the future. Um, yeah, they're just trying. They're like they're interested in you keeping the videos up there, but they do want to trick people not bright enough to like look into it into thinking that like they just don't. They're not going to give you like the server space for it. So maybe people don't like upload super long things. Yeah, I guess maybe I, I can like find a way to transfer them to a YouTube channel or something. But I'll worry about it's that. It's been done. It must exist. I'll worry about that. Sometime. And then I can watch a great Fortnite ad uh, every single time I try to watch your video on YouTube, and that'll yep. be really fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you could install AdBlock and, and skip most of them entirely. That's what I did. I also played the Detroit Become Human demo. Uh, that sure was a time. Yeah, please I tell spent me about quite a bit I've of sure time. got a lot to say. I've sure got a lot to say about Quantic Dream. So yeah, me yes, too. Tell us I, about the I demo. Did, I did say quite a bit about it on the most recent recording of the Salt Report, which is coming out in the next couple of days. But I'll, I'm sure as hell going to talk about it now too. Um, yeah, it's. It's kind of probably what you came to expect from a Quantic Dream game, which is that the writing is clunky, heavy-handed, and awful. Big fucking surprise there. Uh, except now they're running with a really bad um, minority uh, metaphor that they're doing here, and it's like really ham-fisted mm. and terrible. Um, and it just... Mm, I, I booted it, it up. It, sorry. You probably, was it this game? I'm sorry. It, it, the, what was the uh, Aug Lives Matter? Yeah, no, that was... Uh, that was um, no, that was yeah, Dave Six okay. Human Revolution. That just reminded me of like, that was yeah, a different a bad market, marketing campaign. Yep, um, that was extremely bad. That was yeah. it was extremely <laughs> bad. Um, yeah, the the Detroit is the one where the robots ride on the back of the bus, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they, that literally happens, but yeah, that's that's the uh, they transform into so, a bus. So story about this, and you guys might have seen me tweet about this, <laughs> but basically, I booted up the demo, and in, within about thirty seconds a character said something to my character that made me go, ah, so like, it was that bad. I just, what was it? It was, um, so you're playing the, the scene is that you're an Android negotiator. There is a hostage situation going on in which an Android has taken, has shot one of the, shot the husband character that he was a slave to, um, shot him. He's dead. Mm -hmm. And then took the young eight or nine-ish year old daughter hostage, and he is standing on the edge of a roof with, a, like, holding a gun to her head. So if you if SWAT just busts in and kills them, they're both gonna die. Um, so your your job is that you have to go in and negotiate this hostage situation and de-escalate the situation so that he lets the little girl go. Um, and then SWAT's gonna do what they do best. But um, they so you go in. Um, and the girl's mother, who is still alive, runs up to you and is like, thank God you're here. And then she says, you're sending an android in? Why can't you send a real person? And I was like, oh my God, 
I like I paused the game. I stood up and I walked away for a few seconds, and then I came back and sat down again. <laughs> like, like I was just like, okay, here we go. It's minute one. Um, that's how we're gonna start. And yeah, all the SWAT members don't know why you're here. And it's like, well, I'm here because apparently you guys can't do anything. So it's just it's bad. It's really heavy handed. And and like any Quantic Dream, there's like inklings of good ideas in there. Um, there's a sort of Batman-esque system where you can look at something, examine it for clues, and then you use those clues to reconstruct the scene, and you, you kind of watch like a wireframe model version of that scene playing out in reverse, and you can rewind and fast-forward through parts. Um, that reminds me of, um, kind of, like what I saw of Tacoma. I did not play like, Tacoma, just w- but... Just they used wireframe, just kind of art style for a little. I think for recreating uh, like scenes, like the people were up in wireframes. But um, no, it was just reminding me that. Please continue. Yeah, but I I don't think that that's like uninteresting. I thought it was kind of cool until I realized mm-hmm. that until I looked at a body and it said zero out of three, and I'm like, oh, so I can't possibly fail it, or right. maybe like it would have been interesting if they kind of let me do trial and error where I could like pull up the scene, but I'm missing some of the clues, so parts of the details are, like, unclear. Um, mm-hmm. But, of course, David Cage has gone on record saying that game overs are a failure of the game designer, and he doesn't believe in them, so I guess I should That's funny, because I think better. that David Cage is a failure of a game maker. Yeah, I, 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 I feel that out. David Cage is a failure of a game designer, so... <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm, also, funny. his one of the it's not his first game, but the first one that got really popular, um, Indigo Prophecy or Fahrenheit, if you're outside of the United States, um, mm. had like the most game overs I've seen in a game. So like, um, interesting. Um, right. Yeah. Brave words. Yeah. People with short I just, attention spans. And, and Beyond Two Souls also, like, I played that game with another person because you can play that multiplayer. And we were, like, getting into fights because of, like, the combat sequences. And, she kept like, my friend kept failing a lot of the prompts. And then we realized that if you fail too many of the prompts, the person playing Aiden, who is me in this case, uh, could just swoop in and save you. So there was no threat and we were like, oh, cool. we've been fighting for no reason. Cool. Um, Great. But just, it, yeah, it's, it kind of sucked the tension out of that game. And there's plenty of problems with Beyond Two Souls, but we won't get into that because we're talking about Detroit Become Human here. But mm-hmm. um, another thing I remember specifically pointing out when I talked about this on the Salt Report was that uh, there's a sequence where you can, like, you, you examine the body of a cop and the cop was killed by the android and you see him like you know his wireframe get shot and then his wireframe gun kind of spin out of his hand and land under the table so you're able to go and find that gun none of the SWAT team members seem to notice me picking this gun up and sticking it in the back of my pants which is kind of interesting you think that they might notoriously especially like, since they, attention yeah, they, they um first of all i think i would notice that for any reason in any situation but also like that your character's an android and they're already suspicious and untrusting of him, so it seems like they want to pay attention to him, especially if he's doing something weird like picking up a gun. That makes a little bit too much sense. Um, and then it said, like, this big text crawl came up that was like, you've unlocked a new scene or dialogue option. Um, and then when I go outside, the android that's in the hostage situation, Daniel, says, are you armed? And the big option says, truth or lie. 
and I lied. And he was like, oh, okay. And it never came into play. There was never like, because I'm thinking there's a scene in Heavy Rain when you're playing as the agent um, where you have your gun out and there's an R1 prompt that you can press at any time to end the situation by shooting the character um, in front of you. Or you can talk him down. So I was expecting something like that where I would have an option to pull out the gun at any moment and threaten him. No. It never right. comes into play. Hmm. I love video games with absolutely no stakes and yeah. trying to make like emotional um. <laughs> emotional uh, stories. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah. How many polygons does it take to make an emotion? Who knows? But um, <sighs> it's just... Yeah, and I... There was no stakes. I did successfully talk down the hostage situation. Um... And then he was shot by SWAT. I assume there's multiple endings, so I assume there's one where you... There's multiple where you fail, and then there's one where he's just taken into custody. Um, or maybe he gets right. shot in all of them. I don't know. But it would not It would actually not surprise me if he gets shot in all of them. Uh, because why on earth would you have choices matter in a I video mean, game? I what's mean, play, what's player's agency? Like, yeah. who, who actually wants players to make decisions? I want you to play my beautiful game that I came up with in my very big, smart brain. Yeah, and, and I will say, this game does look amazing. I want. But it, that's about all it has going for it. Um, it. Yeah, I mean, I described it on the Salt Report as what if Blade Runner, but not subtle. Because it does, it does have, like, a very strong, like, Blade Runner vibe. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, David Cage is an uninspired hack and can't come up with his own stories, so he's probably aping from stories like Blade Runner and other, um, and X-Men and other, like, minorities but with superpowers or minorities but with, but something else kind of stories, and it's just... Right, yeah, yeah. He, he said he doesn't have a message for this game, but I, I am gonna, I mean, we, people have been calling him out on that from the beginning, where it's like... No, you're obviously doing this really like ham-fisted uh, slavery metaphor here, so you can't just right. say that you I don't mean, have a like a message. And he's 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 like always. Ugh. This man talks out of both sides of his mouth, like it's going out of style. Like he says, there's no message to this game, but then when he comes under attack for like. Uh, workplace practices, and then out of the blue, he's like, "Well, what do you mean? Like, I I, I support gay rights. I worked with so, uh, Ellen. Was it Ellen Page? Ellen and Page. then I support I support uh, uh, minority rights. Like, I Jesse Williams is in this game. Like, if that if you don't want your game to have a message, then why would it matter what the message of the people that you involve your game? So my are? my like, favorite <sighs> part of that interview was that he finished it with "Judge me by my work, David Cage. I do." judge you by your work and your work says a lot of really bad things about you so right exactly your work is an exercise in showing how shallow your understanding of issues that don't uh like affect you truly is and your absolute uh resistance towards actually like exploring beyond your like own realm of understanding yeah and i'm just glad that in this demo i was playing as a male character so i didn't have to go through the completely unnecessary almost rape scene uh, which is definitely going to be in this game. Like, there's always one, at least. So, mm-hmm. you know, judge. Maybe don't say judge me by your work when your judge is very when your work is very easily judgeable. So, mm. <laughs> it's like it's out there, and people have been judging it for for several years now. At least a quite, decade. Quite a while. Like, yeah. When did uh, Omicron come out? Like late 90s so probably more like 20 years. Boy, yeah, that was what that was what PS. I know it was so. like Dreamcast. <laughs> It, it was, uh, was Dreamcast it yeah. and PC. That would have been, been late 90s or early 2000s. Boy, that game's terrible. Um, 
but <sighs> yeah, I have, I have a lot to say. I, I, I don't either. And I, I feel like I've said all that I can about the Detroit demo. I mean, we all knew it was going to be bad and I'm definitely going to rent, not buy um, Detroit become human when it comes <laughs> out. Um, and it's just, I, I, I was thinking about, I mean, uh, I was looking, there's a lot of things going on with Quantic Dream lately. I don't know that it's been mentioned on this podcast, but um, most recently, like, I mean, a ton of things came out about the horrible work culture that's at Quantic Dream. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the extremely, like, questionable labor practices that they enact, uh, even outside of the normal crunch of video, the normalized, excuse me, crunch uh, within the video game industry, uh, and spanning into other parts as well. And also, just, like, they're, very... they're suing the journalists that broke the news story. Exactly. That was what I was. Gonna, yeah, so I was. I was looking into that day. I've been hearing about uh, how the they're suing the journalists who printed those things, and it is. Um, and I, I thought very briefly today when I was uh, putting together the news and everything. Uh, a, I knew that we would end up talking about this uh, because it was on your list, and so I was like, okay, I'm not going to go. Like, I'm not going to add to the already very heavy news section. But also, I thought uh, when I was looking into it, oh, maybe. Uh, like in in addition to having opinions about uh, this actual news that's happening, I should play this demo. And then I was like, "Fuck that!" Like you know what? Like I don't yeah. need to play Detroit Become Human to know that I don't support like the practices that went into making it uh, possible uh, to the practices that in enable that company to be as successful as it is, um, and to adding to the like glorification of David Cage as this like pioneering spirit in French games. Like I don't know how joke. he got that reputation because all of his games are bad. Like, I'm just going to come out and say it. I know I, I've I mean, gotten into I arguments assume... with Cliff about this before, although he eventually went back on it and he was like, oh shit, I replayed Heavy Rain and you're super right. But, um, mm-hmm. like, his games have always been bad. And for some reason, they kind of get lauded when they first come out as being, like, revolutionary and amazing stories. And then people kind of, like, look at them and they're like, I have additional questions. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I, actually, I look back on it and it's, it's you know, the year is 2018 and... Uh, God of War has more interesting and poignant emotional things going on than your games, in my opinion. Um, and I, I just, I, it, I've never, like, I've never been into his games. Um, and again, like, I am, I, I would then not step up to be like uh, incredibly critical. Like, I've heard just as much as anybody else, but like, that's somebody else's burden. But like, t- uh, hearing him lauded uh, and hearing like, even when people are being critical of him like setting him up as like this uh huge person to be taken down or whatever like that's almost even giving him too much credit like i think that david cage knows how to kiss the right people's asses and i know especially in the like the front in france uh particularly uh and i think he also knows how to invigorate uh more worthwhile people with the idea of his vision and then have it show out to be absolutely nothing nothing worth participating in yeah. uh and it's a bummer to me that jesse williams is even like involved in this game because like his name is going to get dragged through the mud despite the fact that he does like real activism in the real world yeah and i don't and feel like it's fair to really talk too much shit about the actors that are involved in these games it's like they got to make a paycheck but um so i don't think it's totally fair to be like oh they oh, adore yeah, like no, jesse williams gotta eat like <laughs> but um i don't know i feel like I always feel like I'm obligated to play these games because I've kind of got this reputation for, like, the massive David Cage hater among all my friends. But I never <laughs> want to pay for them, especially since they're so expensive, and I know I'm probably only going to play them once. So thanks, Redbox, for existing. 
Um, yeah, and good news, Beyond <laughs> Two Souls is free on PlayStation Plus if you want to not give them any money. I, I guess, have, like... uh, I have oh, already great. played that game, and I have no interest in doing it again. Right, right, right. But in case anybody else was interested in uh, in disliking uh, David Cage in a more personal, gamified way, yeah, uh, that I, is now available. To I feel you. like Beyond Two Souls <laughs> sort of is where the point where I was really able to like have concrete examples of what it is specifically I don't like about David Cage's games because that one by far had some of the worst examples of um, mm. especially when you get into like the cut content um, where uh, there's dialogue in the uh, for the um, almost rape scene in the bar where it could have potentially become like an actual rape scene um, hmm. so that's uh, cool and not love gross. to toe the line with uh, sexual assault and rape in my video games mm, all the time you. there's two in that one uh, hmm. and you know all the stuff that came out where um, he made like a fully nude model of Ellen Page against her wishes and everything um, just just gross. There's there's a lot of gross stuff in that game. There's a lot of like th- like the weird racism with the Navajo chapter and just the story completely falling the fuck apart at the end and Willem Dafoe become a vi- becoming a villain out of nowhere. Like just it it really exemplified all of the problems I have with David Cage instead of just a couple spread across multiple games. So uh, yeah, I mean I guess. If you're interested in it from a uh, critical, like, dissection standpoint, maybe you should download Beyond Two Souls um, this month while it's still free on PS Plus. But otherwise, I don't recommend it because it is quite awful. Well, I already wasn't going to get it, so I feel Yeah, You're not Uh, missing anything. (laughs) Extremely sane. (laughs) Uh, Are you playing anything else? Yes. Now that we've uh, just bashed David Cage into the next century, I hope. I hope he loses in court. I can't wait. Yeah. I I don't know what Francis, like, I know they don't have, like, freedom of speech the way that the United States does, so I'm kind of interested how it would play out. I was reading about uh, the, I read the the translated version of the uh, original French, um, uh, articles about what was going on at the studio and they mentioned something about uh, just how when a bit, essentially how they will be evaluated on whether or not they correctly represented both sides in this in this situation as far as like representing how like upper management felt too and I'm like okay cool love to love to see that uh, but what really matters is like in a, in a slander suit for example is whether or not what they said was true not how upper management well, felt when they were doing yeah, it and again it, it, it that's how it would function here but i don't know how it yeah, works yeah, in yeah. a french court of law here yeah the the it would be a slander suit but the most obvious and first defense to any slander suit is what i said was true so mm-hmm. like then it would be like per se not slander but um i don't know how that functions in the french legal system so i am kind of interested to see how it turns out um and we'll what kind of awful precedent it sets in the future but um Right. Anyway, other video games I've been playing. <sighs> yeah, I've been playing Undertale again. I know it's like been several years since that game came out, um, but I back in the day I played the neutral and pacifist routes, and then I never went through the bad time route, and so I'm kind of doing that. Mm. Um, but it is intentionally designed to be unpleasant to play, so I it's a grind and it's not a lot of fun mm-hmm. at, until you get to like the two big boss fights that are in that game, which are also like ridiculously fucking hard compared to the rest of the game intentionally 
Um, right, to further disincentivize Yeah, them. it's... It is kind of, like, interesting how they did that, but, like, motherfucking, it's like, stands is just straight up too hard. Um, but I'm at, um, the, I'm about to get to the Undying the Undying fight, um, coming up, and she's pretty tough, um, as a midpoint boss, but I am looking forward to it, because it's a really cool boss with really cool music, um, and then after that, it's, like, the end of the game and the Sans boss fight, which I recently watched a pair of streamers spend like three and a half, four hours just trying to fight him. Jeez. <laughs> so wow. that'll be, that'll be fun. Looking forward to that. Um, I got that game. Uh, I picked that game up the first time. Uh, was it last year when it got released on Vita? Uh, Vita means life. And I have Vita means life. Uh, and I haven't finished it, but like it was such it was such a charming, funny game, and it is not. It's literally just because there's so many. It's as it turns out, it's the best time to be a gamer, and it's so hard to prioritize stuff. Even as much as I love my Vita, like uh, it's it does it's nowhere. It's probably not even on like my top ten games that I wish I were playing right now. But I, I do want to finish it one day. Yeah. Um, and I, I do like it a lot. I find it very charming and it has a lot of very charming characters that were very hard to brutally murder in the bad time route. Um, Papyrus in particular was hard for me because I just love him so much. He's so stupid. <laughs> but um, I have interacted with him a little bit in this game and I love him very much. He's yes, very his, his uh, pacifist route boss fight is a lot of fun as well. And he has a great theme song. But um, it's, yeah, I... I'm still kind of playing through it. It's I. It's something that I play when I don't really feel like doing anything else. I'm just like, well, I'm tired of sewing and I don't want to play Final Fantasy XIV, so I'll just play Undertale I'm for sorry, a little while before uh, that. I'm sorry, Nikki just jumped through a roof somewhere <laughs> and was like, what do you mean you don't want to play Final Fantasy XIV? I thought we were friends. I'm not. Uh, I am playing Final Fantasy XIV as well. I'm still doing the, um, the free demo. Um, I have not... Mm-hmm been willing to pull the trigger and get the full game and subscription yet smart move um I'm, get out while you can. I'm probably going to <laughs> i have offline friends that play it as well um so i'd be playing with them my offline friends don't take it quite as seriously as nikki seems to though i i know nikki raids does raids <laughs> twice a week and my friends do it like once a week or once every other week so they're a little less intense about as it as i <laughs> As much as I rag on Nikki, like, I admire her dedication. Yeah, same. And I would not have it any other way. Like, it is it is still very impressive to me that she is that passionate about that that neighborhood full of houses. I, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I love her passion for it. It's it's uh it's catching and I did think about playing Final Fantasy fourteen for approximately two minutes and I was just shouted down. <laughs> uh so that's worked so far. I, I will not allow this, uh-huh, Cassandra. Yeah. Uh I've been bullied out of it so far and Nikki's gonna hear this and be and like launch an all out assault like where well, nobody else can see it. she's gonna well, slide to my DMs Nikki, and be like, I, well what about this? This is how we ended up following each other on Twitter Twitter was that she was trying to drug push on you for Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, and she's, like, and she's like, we'll play together. Yeah, and I was like, was and I slid funny. in there, and I'm like, Nikki, when I started playing, I got a character in Leviathan because you said we were going to play together, and then you told me you don't play baby dungeons, so I've been playing by myself this entire time. And she went back on that, and Call she went back yeah, on the that, and she's like, turned. no, no, I'll play, I'll play with you, I'll tank for you, um, but. I haven't reached out to her for it yet because I kind of don't believe her. <laughs> if you play, so, if you play with Nikki, there's no getting out. So I'll That's probably 
my friends offline all play on different servers and different data centers, so I'm probably going to make the jump to Ferry if I do end up getting the subscription um, mm-hmm. and dump Leviathan. But um, we'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how we ended up following each other on Twitter, was that I followed Cass so that she could actually see my responses to that Twitter thread yeah, where I'm yeah, just yeah. like, bullshit, Nikki, you said you don't play baby dungeons. <laughs> that was very good. That was an extremely good thread. Uh, and I was it was excited to have your input because otherwise I wouldn't have known that she is she has not always been the star of uh, recruitment uh, do anything <laughs> necessary. Ultimate dishonor. Hmm? Ultimate Ultimate it's so funny that now in this, in this, literally the next episode I did after I did with Nikki, and it's call out post Nikki time, and she's. I just hope she feels the irony of that because we called out people on that podcast, and the wheels turned. <laughs> oh, the turntables. <laughs> um, I mean, other than that, I've just been doing tons and tons of sewing, so much sewing, all the sewing. I am working on a couple different costumes simultaneously, so I, I cosplay in case some of you were not aware. Right, yeah, so. they, they mentioned that to me. That's super cool. I'm so jealous of you for being able to sew uh, and be able to do things. I, I tell myself um, at one point, maybe every year, that I'm going to learn how to quilt, which I know is not like obviously an A to B uh, situation, but it does require some sewing, Yep. Uh, and I never get around to it, and that's another thing that I should probably be doing to better myself, because it seems like a lot of fun. I mean, even if you only learn how to like hem your own pants, that's a pretty useful skill to have. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, but I... <sighs> no, it was nice to get into this costume. I'm working on a the character Azra from the the uh, app game The Arcana, and um, this costume is basically entirely sewing. Uh, and I, if you listen to the Salt Report, you know that I was getting really frustrated with my last costume, Fang, from Final Fantasy XIII towards the end. Uh, that one was not a lot of sewing, it was a lot of like painting and other mediums, and I was getting really tired of it and kind of had a lot of like fatigue towards the end where I'm just like, I just want to do anything other than work on this costume. Right. Um, but with this one, I'm getting towards the end and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm almost done. That means I can start on my next one. And I'm not like exhausted about it at all. And I'm really enjoying it. And I'm doing a lot of like satin stitch applique, which I find very relaxing. Um, yeah, I was going to say this all sounds like extremely relaxing. Some people don't find it relaxing, but I do. Um, satin stitch applique in particular is like, um, you use like an iron on glue to get whatever design it is onto the fabric and then you do a very tight zigzag stitch around the edge mm-hmm. so it takes a lot of time but it looks really nice when it's done and um it's just you know you don't it's kind of mindless you just have to make sure that the fabric's lined up properly on your sewing machine so it's right it's been very nice and it the the end product looks really good so i'm, I'm working on that still um and it should be done the costume itself should be entirely done within the next couple of weeks, which is awesome because I need it for an event on June 9th. So um, after that, I can get started on a costume that I'm working on for Anime Bonsai, which is in October. And hopefully I'll get that done with plenty of time, too, so I can like keep keep up this train of having my costumes done well in advance of the conventions. Because I hate right. being like, whoops, it's the night before the convention, I'm still finishing my costume. I hate doing that, but it happens to me all the time. So... Uh, it doesn't sound like you have any time at all to play Final Fantasy XIV, so I think we're closing the book on that situation. Yeah, I, maybe, <laughs> I play maybe this it, is the right I way. play it, like, every couple of days for maybe two hours at most, so I don't... I can quit any time I want. crying somewhere. 
what every couple of days yeah. what do you mean what do you mean no actually there was uh, a situation there's a situation recently where i was playing it and then i got a message on my phone from jesse that was like do you want to play some bloodborne and i dropped everything to play bloodborne instead so mm-hmm. i can quit anytime i want seriously you are totally in control we mm-hmm. all believe you yep <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so is that all you've That's been up to that was quite a lot, and I am jealous of, of your ability to do things. I wish I had more time. Uh, Me too. <laughs> Brian, what have you been up to? Uh, so we played Monster Hunter. We yeah, talked we about did. that. Um, uh, it's also, right now, it's a free weekend for For Honor, uh, which is that, like, medieval, like, knights versus samurai oh, versus... Like, I forgot Ubisoft, about that right? game. Kind of like, yeah, that, that, that like, fighting game. Um, Isn't Ubisoft so French, I, too? Uh, they're French-Canadian. Uh, French-Canadian. Ah, interesting. Go on. Yeah, but yeah. So, so since it was a free weekend, I figured I would download it and try it out because I'd heard that it had gotten good. Um, because I guess like when it came out, it was uh, it wasn't that pe- people saw the promise in it, but it wasn't very well liked uh, at launch. They had a lot of problems with like guess, their servers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I guess they've been working on it pretty diligently all along, and mm-hmm. I'd been hearing that it had gotten good, so I figured I would I would try it out. So. Uh, I downloaded it and I played through the uh, the tutorial, which is a very very good tutorial. Like it really did a good job at teaching all the uh, different different things that you can do because like it's like uh, it's kind of a weird like combat. Like the combat is really weird. Like it's sort of like a fighting game, but not really. Like it's about like your stances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which uh, which is really cool. Like I actually like I really enjoyed the combat and I played one match uh online and uh got my ass kicked uh because if you're still playing that game now you're probably a uh, superhero at it and i uh i'm not a superhero at it um i was hoping that i would get paired with more new people but i guess maybe i just got unlucky uh because it seemed like everybody was just way better than me (laughs) it could also just be that i'm just bad at it that's also entirely possible but like I boy, like I just it was not good. They don't have any um, like rookie areas or what they don't like have different scaled areas. I I don't know, I just kinda waited uh, okay. in the queue. Like I just like so I was like, Hey, put me in a put me in an online match. Uh did the did the thing. Mm-hmm. There is like a campaign, I guess, uh, but I haven't messed around with that at all. Um I might try to get back to that a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't have a whole lot to say about it other than that. Uh, I like I I really do enjoy like the combat, but who knows how much time I'll have for it. Who knows if I'll end up buying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only $10 on Steam right now. Uh, I don't know if it still will be as of the time this recording goes up, but it's, uh, if, if you have a chance by the time, uh, if it's still free, you should check it out. Yeah. If you're into that kind of stuff. (laughs) If you're into into, like cool knights and like cool Vikings and it's, it's so upsetting to me because I think for honor, like I think that aesthetic is extremely good and I like the look of it. And that ends up being always the way that I feel like I really like the aesthetic of games like dark souls, for example, but I don't feel a whole lot of need to play, to play them. Uh, And I just wish there was more of like, like a, a like a more recent kind of thing where like that aesthetic was being used, but just in a game that was made for me, Cassandra. Um, so that's <laughs> isn't fine. that kind of what God of War is, huh? Isn't that kind of what God of War is? Yeah, I mean it it's is. Not entirely yeah. that aesthetic, but like it is like that kind of mood. To be fair, yes, God of War is entirely made for me. Like it's entirely my bullshit. It's like mythic stuff. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a sad dad, especially since There's like a baby both, boy. Like, 
you mentioned Dark Souls, like both Dark Souls and the new God of War have some Norse mythology kind of bullshit in it. So, like with God of War, it's actual Norse mythology, but on in Dark Souls, right, they just kind right. of ape the style with like the world serpents and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is definitely like uh, I I really enjoy that about uh, Sad Dad. I I've always really uh, I when I was growing up, I was very into that in general, like in all of my media. Like I really liked uh, retellings of myths um, and things that had mythic backgrounds and stuff like that. Um, I am I am extremely team fantasy uh, and mythic stuff like weaves very nicely into that. Uh, so. Uh, it's it's nice to have this game now. It was made for me, and I will. I swear to God, I will play it, Kratos. I'm coming. I will play it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's more or less all the video games that I've been playing. Great. So, I think uh, I think we could probably wrap this one up. If anybody, unless anybody else has anything else I want to talk about. I don't think so. I think we did a show. Yeah. Yeah, we did a whole a, a whole a whole ass podcast. I think we did. Dang, do it. We did the dark insight. Uh, so okay, <laughs> that makes me want to play Nino Kuni too. I have to play us. more Nino Kuni too. I'm putting that on the record too. <laughs> Gosh, so many games, y'all. All these video games, oh. and we're just gonna play Monster. Hunter. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Uh, thank you very thank much you for joining us. Me. Uh, this was a good time. Um, I can't wait to see your cosplay when it's finished. Thank internet? you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian. What did you say? <laughs> where can people find you on the internet uh, you can find me on twitter and twitch as at humanity upgrade don't be scared by the fact that my twitter is private i usually will accept people as long as they're obviously not bots um i was scared yeah that's fair but don't, don't be too afraid <laughs> yeah, of it I, I, I had to act as the go-between <laughs> um no it was nikki that ended, at nikki's attempts at recruiting cassandra into final fantasy 14 that ended up acting as the go-between but um yeah. Anyway, you can also find me if you are interested in more of my cosplay exploits. You can find me on Facebook as Crowfeather Cosplay. I do I do post pictures and such to Twitter, but I will sometimes do more long form posts about my costumes in the process mm-hmm. on my cosplay Facebook page. So again, that is Crowfeather Cosplay. Nice. Like okay. the like the uh, set that I uh, You do a podcast, and I do work. I do I do a podcast. I do the Salt Report podcast uh, at Podcast Salt Perfect. on Twitter. And uh, the Salt Report on Fireside.fm and on iTunes. Uh, check it out. We just whine about video games all the time and stuff. So nice. Yeah, yeah and it's great. Uh, and we ca- I caught all the legendary Pokemon. Yep. So we've all uh, Dark Inside is canceled. Uh, <laughs> we're we did show. it. We finished. I'm so glad to be here as <laughs> Ragnarok just happens around us. <laughs> Uh, Cassandra, where can people find you on the internet? Um, you can find me at West, uh, like the direction, underscore rights, like with a pencil. Um, that's really it. Uh, I don't, I don't do anything else. I'm just, I'm just here to call. I'm just here to do news and call out posts. So that's my whole life. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's going pretty good. Yeah, uh, you fine. can find me on Twitter at Wade Brian R. You can find the show on Twitter at Dark Insight Pod. Uh, you can also find us at darkinsight.net or on any of your favorite podcatchers or whatever. Um, I don't usually ask people to do ratings and reviews, but I'm thinking about it right now. So do it. Hey, if you uh, if you like the show, like give us a rating or review on iTunes. Um, only give us five stars. Uh, if you give us four stars, oh, I will hunt you down and kill you. <sighs> if you give us three stars, I will hunt you down and kill you. If you give us two stars, Cassandra will hunt you down and kill you. I'll find you. And if you give us one star. Uh, I believe Clifford Goldsmith will hunt you down and kill you, and you don't want that that coming. 
Uh, no, but definitely give us, I, I want to see reviews because I'm new and now you have like new, whole new things to say in the reviews of your five-star review about Cassandra, our favorite. It's spelled with a K. Yeah, about your new favorite, your new favorite host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's more or less it. So, uh, it's been a good show and, uh, I think we can end it here. Yeah, everybody have a great week. Bye. Goodbye. If I could, I'd be your little spoon and kiss your fingers forevermore. But big spoon, you have so much to do.